right, welcome to episode 18 of the Out of Bounds podcast. As you can see, mm. your boys are back in full effect after two long weeks. We're finally back. What's the time for the NFL no. season? Ex- exclamation mark on long. That's all I have to say. Just exclamation <laughs> mark on I mean, we already yes. started season two right now, so yes. Yes. Yeah, basically, yeah, this is welcome to season two. Season, of this the is season two podcast. We're doing seasons, we better get picked up by HBO. <laughs> right. We're doing season yeah. two, like, pick us up. You know what I'm saying? Pick us up on HBO Max. That's all. <laughs> All right, but I go by name of the, if you're new, I go by name of the Delta Fashionista, manager editor here at Trivia Culture Magazine. And if you are a loyal subscriber, <laughs> then first of all, thank you for rocking out with your boys. We're sorry that we weren't able to provide you any content for the past two weeks, but you know, life happens, you know. But we're back, we're back in full effect in time for the NFL season and time to talk about these NBA moves. That's well, it hasn't been that much movement in the NBA, but there's been some stuff that's been happening. In the NBA over the past couple of weeks, so we're gonna let our resident. What you got? What you got? What you got? got Oh, Christmas! What you got? Christmas salt. Yo, let me tell you right now, Brittany Reiner signed a two point five million dollar eighteen year max deal from PJ Washington. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) yo, Brittany Reiner signed a max contract for eighteen years, the biggest in NBA history, forty mil over eighteen. I know, hey, like, shout out to Kenny, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Kenny Sanchez. But I feel like this is a topic that needs to be discussed later on this week during Tuck Talk because the way these women are trapping these NBA apps. No, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even I feel, feel sorry for them. Though. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Like, you, like, you had, like, there's no way you took this girl to dinner. There's no way you talked to her, even if you didn't. Like, there's no way you didn't go on her IG. You didn't, you took her out multiple times and you talked to her. And you were like, maybe this is the woman of my child. Like the yeah, exactly. Like, did you like? I don't know. Like for me, I don't feel bad because like there's no way you like actually had. A and I'm pretty sure that girl's been passed around. It's like these girls that these NBA <laughs> stars okay, stop, right? up with. They've <laughs> been passed around the same social circle. So I mean, but again, but it's just like you don't do like if you just go on her IG, like you can tell like just who she is, and it's just like. Yeah. I don't know. So I mean, my thing is like it's funny, but you know, PJ Washington, he's in a bind, and that's what happened for me. It looks like that's what happens when you don't have like a good circle around you. Because for me and my homies, if like my homies do research, so if I'm talking to a girl, I'm dating a girl, and they're like, "Yo, fam, like I know she's been with," woo, 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 and <laughs> da, 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 like, and they'll so let me know. Supposed like, to be nah, so facts. Like, but even your fam- like his sisters have this like, yo, my cousins sisters coming to fight somebody like there's no way like his family is just like yo that's fine you know like i don't know but pj washington bless up you out there you signed an 18 year max deal man um no trade option it seems like no trade option (laughs) that is every year that shit is is guaranteed that's all all guaranteed buddy that's not hey that's all the 18 years guaranteed for sure but uh, PJ Washington, man, I stay up. But I mean, again, like, how have you hung around her? And you just were like, this works for me. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But yeah, PJ yeah, Washington, half fun. Because she's talking about she having stepdaddies and she with people. Where I saw that IG that she posted. Yo, man, she, wow, I was just bro. like, yo, there's no way he's seeing this. Bro, uh, he's getting I, clowned. 
There's no way he's in the locker room and he's just chilling. There's no right. way he's coming into practice and no one's saying nothing. Like, there's no way he comes in for training camp, goes to the locker room, and not one of his teammates are like, yo, fam, like, what are you on? Like, your girl, why? Need intervention. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? You know what? And I can't really be like, all right, like, you know, kick man, like, he, she is older than him, but we have internet. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, there's no way you should be falling for this shit in 2021. Yo, he just got caught lacking, bad. Like, that's the only like he just. It's not even caught lacking. You just kind of, I guess, too naive. I was. I don't even call him naive. Like, I no, know, it's I just guess. stupid as fuck. That's what it is. Like, that's all it is. It's either that it's or he. Fuck. It's either that or he thought that he could be the one that kind of like you know I guess get oh, the best yeah, out yeah, of that, that Clark he thought, syndrome. But again, yeah. it, de- it depends on the woman. Because again, if you went to her, if you just glance at her IG, you can tell that's her only personality trait. Like that's her thing. It's like so I like how like, you put that. <laughs> that's her thing. That. Like that's her personality trait. So it's like, what? Like why would you even think? Oh, I can change her when that's literally her whole. I want to say brand, but her whole persona is being that. An NBA girlfriend or an NBA wife or an NBA baby, like that's her persona. That's her IG persona. She does videos talking about girls, like, yeah, go get. So, like, if that's who you know you're messing with, why do you, if that's what makes her money, why do you think you're going to be the one to change that? Like, why do you think in your head, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty decent NBA player. I can, I can change her life. Like, bro, she was already getting money before him. So it's like, Facts. I don't know. I don't know why right. he thought he was, like, he said, Clark Kent syndrome. Like, I don't know what you thought you could. But you know, but there be strippers in Atlanta. Like, there's some that like are wholesome. So it's like, again, it depends on the woman. It depends on the woman. So there you go. If she's stripping in Atlanta, she ain't wholesome. I'll tell you that. Listen, listen. I'm not gonna name. Somebody got somebody got paid on student loans. I'm not gonna name colleges. I'm not gonna name names. But there's definitely some college girls at Blue Flame, Magic City, getting the bag to pay for student loans. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Yo, get your back. If you can, if women can prior profit of men being down bad, get your back. I got no problem with that. So it's like, yo, if she making thirty k and paying off student loans, I mean, I have no problem with that either. Just down the line, don't try to become the victim. For sure. I understand. I mean, I guess victim in one in what way? I would ask. Like, what do you mean by? I think because I'm talking about the. the OnlyFans um, situation that happened. That's a that's a jump. <laughs> we going from <laughs> yo, that's a top of that's a jump. Yo, that's a top of fuck talk. Like, would you yeah. date a, like would you date someone with an OnlyFans? This, this, if I was I, the director, yeah. Nah, I gotta be in it. I gotta be in it. I can't be. No, no, wait. Nah, he said I gotta get a, a, a credit. He said I'm just talking about directed. No, bro. <laughs> I can't just be behind the camera. Wait, hold on, wait, hold on, Dave. You said, you know, before exactly. This man said I'm a director. Like, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Talk about talk about because we really was a flagrant one. We we yeah, that's definitely a flagrant one. We definitely jumped the gun, get into it. But Dave, introduce yourselves to the people, man. Let them know who you know me, Donnie. Uh, you know your Philly native, as it be. Unfortunately, a Philly native. <laughs> Come on, we, we just whooped the Falcons' ass. 
Oh, it's the Fox. Oh, it's the Fox. He's a Jets fan, which is even worse. But I definitely said Chargers, but okay. He said yeah. I thank you, Donovan. Thank you. I definitely saw the Chargers. But he was rooting for I was a Jets fan, and then Adam Gaze ruined it for me, and then I'll root for the Chargers. That's right. just, he Adam Gage just ruined it for me. And I just, I don't know. All right. All right. So, yes, the man in the middle, that's our guy, Donovan. Donovan, do not call me Donovan. Donnie Wilkins. Last but certainly not least, on the far right, we have my guy, our youngin, Mr. Third Eye, Mr. Kyrie hey, Irving, Mr. AKA, Euro Step to Your Girl. I got new AKA because I just got better. AKA, MJ, Flu Game. I got, I flew it, you know what I'm saying? You got the flu. No, game. no. It ain't, it ain't that unless you perform, unless you have it. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah. nah you yeah. get a flu game late performance. Nah, nah, you fall piss. You fall piss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The fucking witch shit. When you don't need it, that's what you are. Fall piss. Nah. <laughs> flu game. Nah, I'm kidding. Nah. But nah, man, what up, though? I'm digging, yeah, I'm digging the background aesthetic, though, that you got what going on, no? It's not. What back? It's just a wall. <laughs> no, it looks like you're doing a Spike Lee documentary. Word. Looks like he's a confessional or something. Right, yeah, it is. <laughs> nah, man. You know, I be my hobby photography is videography and like shit. So like, it gonna look, it gonna look nice. But it's from a Mac. It's a Mac. But it's like yeah. you're in 4K. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. my man hey. went from 240p to 4k. He's like fuck 720, fuck 1080. I'm going man, straight to 4k. Listen, we back, like like I said, we back on road. So um, where we gotta go? We gotta do everything back. So yeah. Speaking yeah. of back, speaking of back, football season is back. It kicked off yesterday. Great slate of games, you know. Even tonight, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, we normally record on Mondays and post on Tuesdays. So before, so this episode has been recorded before tonight's Monday Night Football game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Las Vegas Raiders. My Ravens, you know, we have we basically we got so many friends on IR before. I hope, nigga, I hope like we got <laughs> Marcus <laughs> Peters got torn ACL, J.K. Dobbins got torn ACL, Justice Hill got torn ACL, Gus Edwards mm-hmm. got torn ACL. Jimmy Smith ain't playing. Well, never mind about the Doug. Our rookie Rashad Bateman is hurt. Miles Boykin. Ian hurt. in Baltimore. Nothing. That's nothing. Ian cheese steaks, I guess. <laughs> cheese, they got the fucked up. Hey, we can't but, get off Philly. We can't get off Philly because they they beat the Falcons. So I can't. I, I can't even. I, all right, so before we go into like you know the best and worst from Week One, what are you guys' predictions for tonight's Ravens Raiders game? Um, after that, just injury report. Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> the black, I go down the gut chart and see who is uh, exactly on the black Adam Schefter at this, at this point. You just <laughs> so tonight, um, but no, I think Vegas, I think they have, I don't even, I don't even, I forgot the Raiders existed, honestly, but that's no dig to Las Vegas, but um. <laughs> Uh, Derek Carr. I know the receiving core is decent. I know the running back is decent. I feel like, I mean, like you said, with the injuries, I mean, I mean, the Raiders have a game. Definitely, if they want to win it, they could. But I think it just, it just again, Raiders is right. The Raiders is a team where, like, if they want to win, they can. Like, they have the ability to, but it's just like, do they want to? I think that's kind of what it comes down to. 
So, but I mean, Baltimore definitely has a lot of injuries given again, like eight, ten dudes out tonight. <laughs> it's uh, crazy, bro. But the it's same like injury. Preseason game. Uh, so that's that's I mean, what makes no sense. It's like the same injury as that. It's like, bro, it's like playing Madden. Or some shit with the team, and then everybody getting the same injury. You just think that, yeah. oh, no, nah, this is a glitch. This is a glitch. Not even a glitch. This like, is bro. real life. They don't want to see us win. <laughs> like, yo, we all get the same injury. Ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way. Like, they that like, shit is impossible. Like, what are the odds of that happening? And then the case on Point Achilles, I was like, the same person? Oh, this is and different then, people. Yeah. And then, and then the case of Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters, the last practice that they had, it happened on back to back plays. Yeah, and practice. I know, crazy. Crazy. I know that coach was hot. He was like, bro, what? Somebody ain't doing strength and conditioning. The trainers and nutritionists are getting fired. Like, the nutritionists and bro. the trainers are getting fired. How, how do you have that people in with the same injury? Like, bro, if this was mad franchise mode, I will delete my files, start all over. Yeah, no, that's bro, the shit you got to start over with. No, I'm quitting. I'm going to be a free agent. Or turn the injuries <laughs> off or some shit. Like <laughs> nah, like, y'all wild. They definitely wild with that. Bro. All right, so what's your prediction for tonight, No Ravens, Raiders. What's the final score? Final, damn, that's a lot. Um, I'll say Raiders. I'll say Raiders going to take it. I bet it's going to be close. I'll say, like, I'll say 24 I'll say 24-21. I say the Raiders take it. I think it's going to be close. Okay. Donovan, where you at with it? I honestly think it could go either way. Um, I honestly could care less about both these teams. Um, I'm just going to say. (laughs) (laughs) You have to be subjective, guys. Come on. I mean, because Ravens have still has Lamar Jackson, um, I'm going to give it Ravens uh, 7-17. Wait, what? 7-17. Who's scoring seven? (laughs) The Raiders. (laughs) You said Ravens. All you said was Ravens, 7-17. Nigga said 7-17. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, Ravens, comma, 17-7. That means they win. No, 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 no. But you said it. Maybe I said it wrong. He said said Ravens, 7-17. So to me, I'm like, so the Raiders won. Exactly. Oh, okay, all right. Oh yeah, Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we two weeks <laughs> off. <laughs> this is almost as bad. When you say I want Ben Simmons to be a more you bust. Don't have an excuse. Don't even use that. I was sick. You were okay. In your life. So <laughs> no, I wasn't. Right? <laughs> nah, he really wasn't. He really wasn't. He really wasn't. Oh, we said that for another time. But as regards, in regards to like, goddamn, like, what is this? 2004, 17-7? I'm gonna say Ravens 27, Raiders 17. That's what I'm gonna go with. I think either we giving the Raiders too much praise. No, the Raiders are pretty the Raiders are pretty decent. I mean, again, they have a decent squad. It would not shock me. It would not shock you if they win. But I think it's just a toss-up between the two. That's I mean, I disrespectful the to Baltimore. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Why? That's disrespectful. Why is it? They missing half their stars. We still got Lamar Jackson. So you we have still Lamar got, Jackson. We still got Marlon Humphrey, who's one of the best corners in the game. We still got Calais Campbell, who had. Yeah, that's why I gave you guys the oh, win. Still, 
What's the still one of the best edge no receivers? What's the quarterback with no receivers? That we we got we got Hollywood Brown. We got Sammy Watkins. We got a Pro Bowl tight end Mark Andrews. We got Devin Duvernay. We got James Prochet. You just, I we just still got weapons. I just hope your defense straight. <laughs> Deep, no, defense is always straight. It's the offense that's the problem. All right. We, hey, we got to see what our other bats go do. I don't know. I know we'll we saw Le'Veon Bell. He's supposed to be on the practice squad. I don't know if he's on the active roster or not, but I hope yeah, we can how, run the ball. How far he has fell. Bro, he NFL. used to be – oh, man. Anyway. He should have he took, <laughs> took it back on Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, like, wanted to bro. call himself so called a star, and now he's nah. forgettable. No, nah, he is a he was a star. Just he should he should have took the back on Pittsburgh. I don't know why he didn't take the back. I don't know. I think it's like politics, and he's like, I don't know. People, people get divas. That's the thing about sports. When you become a professional athlete, when you get a certain amount of money, you feel like you can say and do like somewhat whatever, and, then and you don't have to home. play. You don't have that power, like. Even, like like we said like a couple episodes ago, like Kawhi is wearing pretty thin. Like for me at least, it's just like Kawhi is wearing really thin. Like yeah, like you're a great player. Yeah, you've made a lot of money, but you still have. You're to coming on. Yeah, you're coming up like, on that. Still, what have you like, done for us lately? Basically, so it's you know, Le'Veon Bell. He did his thing. He wanted to do it his way, and now he's on a practice squad. So it's like. You know, there you go. Like you can't blame anybody but yourself to get on a practice squad. So, yeah, I mean, but at that point, do you just retire? I mean, no, you go from an all-star running back to it. No, I mean, if he if he downsized, which I don't think he did. I mean, practice squad, they still get a check. Was it? Oh shit! Damn, bro, fucking almost comb my dread. This man doing beauty <laughs> shots. Dude, I almost called my dread, bro. Like, like my dread almost came off. But no. All right, so. Know, he did his thing, and now he's a dud, so. All right, so. Felt, I got to fix this shit. All right, so. What was the best y'all saw from week one in the NFL yesterday? Kyler Murray. For me, at least, Kyle Murray. Like, I would say rookies. Overall, the let, rookies. Let me guess, Devontae Smith. I, I, I wasn't going to say him, but... Like, I mean, if you're talking about him, <laughs> might as well. Just, nah, but, Ka- but we're going to get to you, Donald, with Devontae and Jenna Hurts and all them boys, because he was hyping them up in the chat. You know, it's the Atlanta Falcons, and we all know they trash. But it's cool. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. But yeah, Kyler Murray, he definitely he balled out against the Titans. Yes, yeah, he really I, did. Kyler Murray was a quarterback. Uh when he went during that draft year when he got drafted, I I remember I was I said I was like, Yeah, he's probably gonna be the best one in the draft, in my opinion. In like the long run of like a career wise. And everyone was like, No, nah, like what are you talking about? I think Kyler Murray again, he reminds me of Russell Westbrook, but I think he's at this point, he's Kyler Murray. Because he's throw he's making throws that you know, Russell Wilson, I don't think has done in a minute like that. He threw it off his back foot and like turned his body and like threw it like 50 yards. And like, the, that's I don't a know. hard throw. It was a hard throw to even Patrick, Patrick Mahomes would be like, that's kind of a hard throw to make. So, I mean, I mean, Kyler Murray's doing his thing. He had like what five touchdown passes and like over like. No, I think he had four, four passes and one rushing. Yeah, four pass, one rush. And he threw for like what? 
high 200 yards or 300 yards passing or something like that. Completion rate was good. I'm going to look up his stats right now. But, yeah, his completion rate was good. I mean, he had a good game, and I think this is his season. I mean, when you have DeAndre Hopkins and you have a really good receiving core, like, I mean, mean, they They should make the playoffs. They should. They should have made the playoffs last. In my opinion, they should have did better last season than they did. Oh, yeah. I was disappointed in Derrick Henry. I know he wasn't a a, um, rookie, but – had that man on my fantasy team. No, no. Second pick overall. Oh, you play you play fantasy football. See, real niggas play Madden. Anyways. Yeah, he threw for two eight. Oh, you was right. He, he threw for two eighty nine, four touchdowns, and he ran one. So four passing hey. and one. Yes. But <laughs> he said, he said yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, nigga. All right, you did it. Nah, it wasn't like that. But... You understand football? Who? <laughs> but Donovan, though, but Donovan, I could have told you not to draft Derrick Henry, bro. Like, well, I mean, you know, like, do you know the history of the league? After you rush for two thousand yards, that's it. See, it was either it's between Christian McCaffrey or take the safe bet and I would take like draft uh, Derrick Henry. Chris, Christian McCaffrey was the safe bet. Yeah, yeah, but I was second, uh, second pick because he. Because the thing was with uh with McCaffrey, he's gonna he can run the ball, but he's also gonna give you some receiving yards out of the backfield as well. Derrick I mean, Henry, he's just a north yeah, south. I, I thought his production was gonna shrink anyway, uh with uh AJ Brown and um Julio Jones. And yet you still took him second overall. Are you not gonna take him? Who went first? Uh Christian McCaffrey. So you just not so, either, so, so so you did not take Patrick Mahomes. You never draft the quarterback in the first round. Why not? Say, why not? <laughs> <laughs> they have who the makes these the most. They have the ball in the hand the most. No, the runners are. Okay, who who would have gave you more fantasy points yesterday, Mahomes or Derek? Henry? I also I I did draft Mahomes. So who? So he gave me thirty three point seven, and uh, yeah. Under fifty oh, yards okay. for Derrick Henry. Okay, so why not take you know he ain't played? Why not take Alvin Kamara? I didn't think about that. Oh, come on. See, why he fell to the wayside? Because see, listen, because no, because thing is, I think everyone's like, oh, Derrick Henry, because he had like right, yeah, like, a really. Good I was just on it, yeah. For me, I'm like, okay, he took Derrick Henry. I, you still got what, Alvin Kamara. You still got. Um, you could take Dalvin Cook. Dal- you could take Nick Chubb. <laughs> Jesus. I forgot. Look, I look, forgot. Yeah, looking yeah. at the the rankings after me, I was you like, took, fucking you took Melvin. You could have took Melvin Gordon. Melvin, he still is. Miles Sanders probably would have been better than Derrick Henry. I wouldn't go that far. That's scratching it. That's you doing too much now. But yeah, <laughs> you got better option. Christian McCaffrey, like we said. Now is- I'm not. I'm not saying like logically. Derrick Henry, that's a good pick, right? Yeah, that's what, what it is. It's just but history shows. Well, I'm I'm a little bit older than you guys here, so I kind of know this a bit better. But after a running back hits that 2,000 yard mark, their career starts to teeter off. It happened with Jamal Lewis when he's with the Ravens. He ran for 2,000 yards. The following year, he only got like barely a thousand. Chris Johnson. Another former Titans running back got two thousand yards next season. What like 1,300 yards? Yeah, and he never even crossed. He never crossed crossed fifteen hundred after that. So, 
after a while, like, and plus the way, like, they give this man the ball, like, 300-plus times a year, like, the body breaks down. Look at Ezekiel Elliott. He's not the same running back. Todd Gurley, my guy, when he's on the Rams, he's out the league right now. Shit, Clown Barkley, I didn't even think of. Now that that uh, name just came to mind. He's injury prone, so and he didn't have a good game. Man. So, so good. Saquon, oh, I think Saquon Barkley got cleared for week one. I would. Uh, he played. Would, he, he played. played. He, yeah, he ain't played good though. He was like under three yards per carry, but that could I mean, go to like the worst. That could go to like the so, worst. So yeah, would that be considered the worst of week one? I want to say I mean, for he's me, coming that, off an injury though, like a for me, ending injury. For me, that's not the worst of week one. For me, the worst of week one is Urban Myers coaching under Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> they he was trolling this man. No, no, I mean he has a point because like because it is. <laughs> All this hype that surrounded – I mean, I don't think it's Trevor Lawrence's fault. I just think it more so coaching. Trevor threw three interceptions, right? He threw the ball 51 times in his first start. Why would you do that with a rookie wait, wait, quarterback? Wait, 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 wait. He threw it 51 times? Yeah. That's Madden's stats. Why would you do that when you have a Pro Bowl running back in James Robinson? So they're running back. They're yeah, running game that trash. If he's like, it's not trash. That's the thing. It's not trash. Yeah, they yeah. have a they have a great running game. Uh, they just did not, not run the ball. They it's not, not college. That's all I gotta say. It's not college. That's yeah. like if you're trying to level up your fucking quarterback fast. I don't even throw that, that much in Madden. I don't even. Th- <laughs> I don't even. Th- I don't even do fifty one. But that's the shit you do if you stat pattern. <laughs> Dog, I don't, I've played so exactly. I've never threw fifty one. <laughs> Jesus. My man Correct. Trevor Lawrence was 28 for 51 through for 332 yards, two touchdowns, and three picks. No, run that back. He was 28 for 51. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 332 <laughs> yards. This man out. He 332. Was 20- nah, you ain't gonna pull the first overall pick. Now nah, that won't be good for his confidence. They made their bet. They gotta stick with it. 332 yeah, yards, three TDs, three picks, 70.1 QBR. The running game. They ran the ball in total with their running backs, by the way. This is not including a gadget running play and a kneel down. They ran the ball 14 times. God Throughout damn. the entire game, 14 times is how much. Between their two running backs, Carlos Hyde and James Robinson, 14 times. They ran all together. If you count like the gadget run play and the Trevor Lawrence kneel down, they ran the ball 16 times. Damn. So they threw it 51 times, ran it 16. You, you got to really. Rest- you gotta take him out. Not even take him. No, out. Nigga, you no. Don't take I him mean, you, 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 you got to like, give it. Like my thing is, Trevor Lawrence still threw for three hundred yards. But when you first said twenty eight for fifty one, I was like, so, wait, I, that I've never that stat alone for me was just like. 51. I mean, if you throw fifty one passes, you should get three hundred yards. If you don't, that's a problem. <laughs> you threw for fifty one fifty one times, and you didn't get three hundred yards is an issue. But yeah, that's oh wow. That's poor yeah. coaching. Yeah, that's not even Trevor that's Lawrence's what, fault. That's and that's and I know some people like um some of our viewers might be like, oh like come on, like, how could you not give it to like, the Green Bay Packers? Aaron Rodgers played bad yesterday. I personally believe that Aaron Rodgers checked out. He he does that man does not want to be in this Green is Bay. final season. He didn't want to be there. He in does the not want to be there. <laughs> he like I mean I that Packers they did they they did not ever show up. They did not ever show up. I just don't know why people were surprised that like he kind of gives lackluster effort. Because again, 
Imagine being stuck at a job you don't want to be at, but you're forced How much to is be he there. getting paid for this uh, last season again? It doesn't matter. I mean, if I don't want to be there, I don't want to be there. It doesn't matter how much I'm getting paid. I mean, he, he deserves his pay. Like, the man was. Oh, yeah. He's definitely earned how much he's getting paid. It's just, I mean, I think for – I feel like with sports teams, I feel like if a player definitely does not want to be there, just for a locker room presence, just, okay, we'll, okay, we'll figure out a way to get you out of here. Because it's like you forcing him to stay there – now your whole team's going to suffer because now he's like, well, this is my last season, and I'm still getting paid? I don't really have there's a There's conspiracy going around that he's, like, sabotaging his last season in the Green Bay Packers. 100%. As you would say. 100%. Like, what, what, he's probably doing what Kawhi did with San Antonio when he wanted to leave. And so now, was, not even that. He's doing what James Harden did in Houston. When James That's Harden wanted to be there, he played like Magic shit. City and played like shit and got fat. <laughs> and then he go to bro, Brooklyn and then he put up 40. Bro, it's wild because he really – he gained weight in Houston, was slower, went to Brooklyn, and the first picture you had of him in training camp, slimmed down, drained yes. shots. This man running full speed. I'm like, this man was like, I don't care. Because the thing is, again, Aaron Rodgers, I'm get, again, I feel him. I'm getting paid for this. This is my last season. Why do I care? Why do, I mean, why should he care? Because it's like you're at plus, an organization that doesn't care still, much. He's still in his feelings over the fact that the Packers drafted Jordan Love in the first round last year. And Jordan Love is a solid out. quarterback too. That, that was a thing for me because Jordan he played Love pretty good. A, he played pretty good yesterday, Jordan Love. In relief, he played pretty oh, good. Man. I feel bad for Jordan Love because he's actually a good quarterback, and he just went to the Packers, and he's just in a. In a dumpster fire himself. It's crazy. It's crazy because Jordan Love is in the same position. It's funny how life works. It's funny because Jordan Love is in the same position that Aaron Rodgers was when he was a rookie, and he had Brett Favre as a starting quarterback. Brett mm. Favre basically he did not want Aaron Rodgers. He did not go his way to like you know like try to coach up Aaron Rodgers. Like like why this motherfucker's here to take my job? Basically, I mean, so maybe because let's Jordan be will real. be better off. Because let's be for real. If you draft a player, a younger player at your position, chances are the the front office better you replace, replace you. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers, I guess he's probably like, oh word, like I took this team to the NFC Championship game. We was with this close again there, and y'all go draft a quarterback. Yeah, we do. Yeah, y'all go giving over receivers. Exactly. And mind you, and mind you, that was a good rookie. That was a good rookie class of receivers. Exactly, and it was just like you're not gonna give me Justin did. Jefferson. Yeah. Out here, can't blame him. <laughs> so Justin Jefferson being rookie, like, at like Justin Jefferson, yeah, he's up there when it comes to those that class of receivers. Yeah, that's again, I understand Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think he's off the board by that point, but like, still, like, you're not gonna transfer to give me a receiver. You gonna draft a quarterback after what I did, and then even after that, I, we went to the NFC Championship game again. Now you gonna draft someone to replace me, basically, essentially. Nah, but so I get it. I, if personally, if, if I was in Aaron Rodgers' shoes, I'll dog it as well. That's why I say like, granted, like his performance was bad, but the context matters at the end of the day. So it was bad, but he has nothing to lose from this. I'm still getting paid. This is my last season. I'm probably gonna go to a, a team that actually wants me. So what incentive do I have to play? Like, what incentive does he have to actually have a performance? Doesn't really need to. Uh... Sell his trade stock, so yeah, not really. And he still has a legacy. So again, what is he losing by playing poorly one season, and then he goes to like a team that needs a quarterback, and now they go to the playoffs and potentially the Super Bowl? Now, what does it look like? 
So Aaron it's Rogers, like Aaron Rodgers yeah. threw two picks yes in that game. I I think last year in total, they the man five. threw only yeah, exactly. He only threw five interceptions last year. The man threw two in the first game and got bitch. He does not care. Yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, you can tell he doesn't care, but I get why he doesn't care, and I'm not mad at it. If I want to leave, and if I don't want to be here, and you're gonna, yeah, that's like your your two weeks at uh that you put into your job. You're just like I'm still getting paid. That's crazy. I I mean, personally, I don't. I think that's bullshit. But um, I did that when I was working at Madison Square Garden. (laughs) You put it, and I and I dogged it. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even the, two, the whole two weeks thing. I think my my homegirl she was like the two weeks thing. She was just like that's just giving them time to find your replacement. And so if you just quit on the spot, they're gonna be like, oh, we don't have anyone to replace you. And the plus they decrease your uh, your shifts, and all that. Yeah, not my problem. Like, I, all right, let's let's let, let me ask you guys this side side note. What do you think is better, basically quitting on the spot or giving your notice? What's better, quitting quitting on the spot? It, it depends on if it's a job or my career where I can potentially. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's work. different. That's different. Okay, yeah, you're if right. It's, if I'm working at, like, a job, then, yeah, I'll just quit on the spot because they can easily pull somebody off the street. But, yeah, if I'm But like, if it's, like, in my career, I'm networking, yeah, I'll give you two weeks. You need that. You need that. You, you definitely need like that, like, two weeks notice. Like, if, again, you know, but, hey – but if I'm working at Duncan, flipping the floor is over, and I'm sliding hey, out the fucking hey, drive. We don't talk window. about Duncan. We don't talk about Duncan. I, I worked there. It was stupid. I didn't. I was, fucking hated it. Yo, hated it was dumb. It. it was like because my manager, like I had a fire manager the first time. She was so cool. Me and my brother worked there. She was cool. Then we got this light skin girl manager, and like I don't know why she left, but she left. And then we got this like light skin girl manager with like two kids, meanest person, like for no reason, just violating. Like every time, like violating me to like pass out samples, and like I'm a black kid in the suburbs, and no white people want to take Ain't nobody going buy no fucking samples. No one wants samples from some teen black teenagers. Like, what are you doing? So, I, like every time I didn't give out enough, she thought I just purposely wasn't when I was trying, and like no one was getting anything. And she's like, the next time you come in here without selling samples, you're fired. Came back Female. in. <laughs> I came back in. Yo, I had a tray full of samples. They're all watered down, and she's like, "You can just go home." I'm like, "All right," and I just left because it's like, nah, Dunkin' Donuts is waste, man. Like, uh, nah, we're question. not. All right, quick question, okay? I think you said that you have to go. Like, how much time do you have? I'm good. I'm actually I'm good for a little bit. I'm good. For, I would say I could probably stick around for the rest of the episode. It's not that bad. All right, cool. All right, so we got your best of the week. What was your worst? Worst performance of the week. Yeah, <laughs> I would say the worst performance. That's hard. I would say, oh man, Atlanta Falcons. To me, in my opinion, for what they think they are and they're supposed <laughs> to be, it's the worst. Because it's like, for me, in my opinion, I'm just I'm gonna just say it how it is. It's like my thing is, I feel like in Atlanta, I feel like a lot of white people like Matt Ryan. And I get it. I understand it. But Matt Ryan, he's done. Like To me, this is his last year. I mean, I mean, whether he retires or gets traded. 
I mean, he is the greatest quarterback in the franchise history, though. He's a James Harden of the NFL. That's what I look at. Like, yo, you can have all the stats. That's fine. You can have, you can stat pad. That's fine. But if you have nothing to show for you being like the best quarterback ever, what does that mean to me? Like, okay, yeah, like one year he was MVP, but then you choked to Tom Brady. Wait, hold on, time out, time out, Did you say you can be the best quarterback ever? But what does that mean to you? What? No, I'm no, I'm saying like you can be like the stat wise, like you can like all these, okay. but if you have nothing like really to show for it, you just won games, but always got knocked out in the playoffs, barely made the playoffs, or didn't even make the playoffs, and on the decline of your career had a losing, had like multiple seasons where y'all were losing. What does you be? What does those stats mean to me now? That doesn't mean nothing. About the so like James con- Harden. About that concept, man. Because you have to think of. I look at it like this: the Atlanta Falcons, to my knowledge, they never won a Super Bowl, ever, right? Yeah. No. So you have to look at it to like what's the um what's the precedent in terms of like quarterback play? When people think of the <clears> Atlanta Falcons, especially like in the early two thousands, you thought Michael Vick. Michael Vick was electric. He was great. You know. But Tony Gonzalez, awesome. Yeah, yeah Roddy but, White, Tony Gonzalez, Michael Turner. I remember those days. Like they yeah, people. Watched. Yeah, but the thing is, Matt Ryan, he was a quarterback for those guys. Tony yeah, Gonzalez, it, Michael Turner, Roddy White. And he, but he Julio wasn't Jones. bad at that time. He wasn't bad at that time. I'm just saying now. It's <laughs> like now he's just. I think. I just think that I think Matt Ryan, he's out. Time has surpassed him. Like the league is changing. You see, a lot more quarterbacks are dual threat, or at least attempt to be dual threat. You have Zach Wilson. You have Justin Herbert. It's not now black quarterback because, but it used to be the black quarterback was a dual threat. The only thing a black quarterback can be is a dual threat quarterback. And for me, my Chargers, you have a kid like Justin Herbert. He's six five two something, and he's running and trucking, hurdling people to get a touchdown. Like, and he's still a quarterback. So it's like. You look at all these teams, most of their quarterbacks, even if they are – like Josh Allen will run if he has to. Tom Brady runs now. Even Tom Brady was like, yo, I got to start running because these guys got faster. Matt Ryan is – I don't know. Matt Ryan, I think his time is just – his time's done. It is <clears throat> for me. That is what it looks like. I mean, apparently Atlanta is trying to go younger, so it seems like last year would have been a perfect time. Justin Fields, have, oh my god! But don't they have a young quarterback though? No, they have age. They have Josh. Rose they have Felipe Franks. Oh no! Wait, am but, I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They do. They, they do. Have, okay. I thought they had Josh Rosen. Him too. They have him they too. Have, and then they have AJ McCann. Or I think he got cut. But he, he got AJ cut. McCann. Yeah, he got cut. But it's like. Again, those are all po- Josh Rosen is a pocket. Even if Josh Rosen played, it's still a pocket passing. But Felipe six, Franks is a mobile quarterback, though. Six, I six, I believe. Is, so I don't even know who Felipe Franks. He played know. at Florida, then he went transferred over to Mississippi State. I believe. He's oh, decent. Right. He's decent. But my thing is like last not the a draft, they should have got Justin Fields over Kyle Pitts. That's just my opinion. I think Justin Fields would have fit in Atlanta. You have Calvin Ridley. You have a young receiving core. You have a quarterback who can throw and can get you a touchdown if he wants to run himself. And he's like six four. It's like that to me. That was a no brainer just to give Matt Ryan some competition. And but then, at the same time, if you see Kyle Pitts up there, you take him. So I think that's what he did. I mean, but I feel like if they know you already take tight ends that early. Kyle, yeah, I, but I, when's I the like last Kyle time you've seen a tight end like that? No, but no, but Travis Kelsey, like, exactly. Rob Gronkowski, Tony Gonzalez. 
That's um, all that fast, that athletic. Darren Waller from the Raiders. Same mm-hmm. guy. But the thing is, I feel like I feel like for Kyle Pitts, George like Kittle. The, the Falcon George Kittle's a really good tight end. Really good. But um I feel like the Falcons had what the 13th pick. I feel like if they would have got Justin Fields and waited later in the first round, they probably could have got Kyle Pitts. That's just my yeah. opinion. Like, I don't think Kyle Pitts was gonna go. If he fell, down. yeah, if he fell if that he far. Fell, you could have got Kyle Pitts later. Like you got Justin Fields and Kyle bro. I, I just think they, they played it wrong. I, I yeah, just don't understand you got tight end fourth overall. That's just that's, that's wild. <laughs> but what what's good to having a fourth overall tight end if the QB can barely get it to him and then y'all can barely score? So what's the what's, again? What's, what's the purpose? I mean, of the e- the Eagles have a pretty stout defense. So let's let's get on credit. Let's get on credit. No, they do. The Falcons just suck. But I I hear what you say. I hear what you say about <laughs> Matt Ryan. I hear what you say about Matt Ryan. But I just feel like you know. The Atlanta Falcons, like I said, they have no history of success in terms of like winning. Like Grant, like they been to the Super Bowl before, before <laughs> with Matt Ryan, but ninety eight when they lost to the Broncos. But the dude's the best quarterback I ever had. I don't know. I mean, I just I feel like if you're in, yeah, the he won a league midst, MVP. So if ain't you're like in the like, midst, what does that mean? Yeah. If you don't take the team anywhere, like you can be the MVP, but your like, team never been anywhere. This is not like the Dolphins or the, listen, the Patriots or like the, the MVP. Giants. The Raiders. If you're the MVP, how do you go to the biggest game of your life and then choke? Did he choke or did the defense choke? My bad. You're right. The defense choke. I'll give him that because they were the defense. Come on, bro. 35 to 3? Should have been over. No, that's some conspiracy shit right there. Should have been over, bro. (laughs) Come on. He did his job. He did his job. I can't can't put that on that one. He did his job. Like, just imagine. No, just imagine, right? You're the quarterback, right? You put up 35 points on offense. You think it's all good. It's all good. I'm about to be Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, all... I can pack up and now. Your defense, <laughs> and, then, and then your defense basically chokes up the game, and now the pressure's back on you. You think, like, oh, shit, like, yo. Like, you, you already checked out of the game at that point. You think it's over. Now you got to basically all right. get back in focus. Like, all right, y'all, y'all, y'all may – okay. I'll, I'll ease up on Matt Ryan for the Super Bowl situation. I, I hear you. I get it. You put up 35. Your defense does nothing for you. <laughs> I understand that. I think just for me watching this season, that game, it's not about the defense. It's about the offense. Because the defense played well. The defense got them chances to score. The offense just couldn't score. And so now this season, it used to be the defense was the issue. Now is the focus on the offense. And now, for me, Matt Ryan's in the hot seat. I think Matt Ryan right now, if the season doesn't go good, he's definitely – They should be looking for a replacement, yeah. Yeah, they probably – I'm not going to say they are now, but if the middle of the season and they haven't won the games that they're supposed to, they're going to be looking for, for a trade. Maybe they get Deshaun Watson. Maybe they take a chance on Deshaun Watson. Who knows? I mean, so. anybody, anybody just might see that how that court case is gonna go with Deshaun. What he will, he will be a good pickup. With them weapons, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, and if he can, and I think he's be still something. been working out, so it's like that. That could be something. That could be, even though the Texans they looked pretty good without him, but Urban Meyer he he <laughs> he basically helped with that. Yeah, with his bad coaching, but Donovan, let's get to you. Like, what's the like? Obviously, we're right now the best for you. That's your Eagles. Like, what's the worst? 
from the week. Did you give your horse a homie or am I tripping? No, I, I believe I said it was Derrick Henry and solely because yeah, you just, he fucked me over in yes fantasy. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's Derrick Henry, but I also think Urban Meyer he shit the bet. For sure. In regards for me, in regards to like the best of the week, I'll say is my other team, the LA Rams. Prime time Sunday night, and I know I was kind of like, I don't know if I mentioned it here, but I definitely mentioned it like in my friend circle. Like I was kind of hesitant about the whole Matt Stafford thing, kind of like mm-hmm. bro, like we just cheer for like oh. quarterback, but boy, that he, dude, boy, shut me the fuck up. Stafford was he lights did. out last night. He man. did. I didn't think the thing is, Matt Stafford's been in the league for a minute. And going to LA, I was like, I don't. I was crit, I was critical of him. I was like, I don't think he, I don't think he got it like that, like he did before. Right. And again, he showed me. He's like, I still got it. He's like, don't yeah. get it wrong. He's like, I can still. But the thing is, again, that's a quarterback who can fight to get out the pocket at least and get a throw off. Like I'm just saying, the league is moving into right. an era of quarterbacks that have to be mobile to an extent. You can't just stay there because these defensive linemen, their 40 times are faster. They're running four fives and four sixes. So you're going to have to move. You can't just stay there. So, you know, shout out to Matthew Stafford, man. He had a great game. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay, bro, because I know I was kind of like, he had kind of like, man, how are we going to get rid of Jared Goff? But I get it now. I just see him, Matthew Stafford. He I saw something it. that we didn't. He saw something in Matthew Stafford. I get Stafford it. That we I get it. <laughs> Uh, this kid's a stud. Everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" I just hope that I just hope that dude stays healthy, man. Hopefully, we get to the Super Bowl. I'm, I want it to be the Ravens and the Rams in the Super Bowl because if we get that matchup, I win either way because I'm a fan nah, of both teams. Chargers, Chargers going. Hey man, say man, Chargers going to the Super Bowl this year. We got... <laughs> I doubt it. Nah, yeah, yeah, y'all not getting past Kansas City. Hey, I'm the third you know, you know what's crazy about that game, that Brown Cheese game. You know, we're not really doing like game my game recast because there's other podcasts for that. But I just had to say this. I knew when the Browns, when they was up early on the Chiefs, I'm like, they coming back. They coming back. The I Chiefs just saw always them. come back. The Chiefs always come back. Because I think there was a, I think last season the Chargers played the Chiefs. Chargers were up 35 to something against the Chiefs. And they just let the Chiefs come back and win the game. I was just like, this is so I, I, I never count the Chiefs just because I know, like, they have a history of coming back late in the game to win the game. So, you know, the Browns game, yeah, like you, like they, I saw a score. I was like, yeah, they, they ain't going to have that score for long. I just knew these <laughs> niggas was coming back, bro. Like, like, for long. That team is, like, playing all Madden. Like, you just can't beat them. Talk about it. Can't. But uh, that's that's basically the gist in regards to the NFL for week one. Like I said, this episode was recorded before. Tonight's Monday Night Football matchup. We gave our predictions for that earlier in this episode. For my sake... I hope I'm right. I hope that anybody from my team, actually both teams, come out of the game healthy because, shit, we cannot afford to have any more injuries on the Ravens' side. But, all right, so let's get into, like, the two-minute drill. Now, I know we normally go overboard with the two-minute drill like because it's supposed to be two minutes per topic. But you know how we get sometimes. But and I doubt we're going to be, you know, two minutes exactly on this topic because I want to get to Russell Westbrook. And what's going on listen, with his fashion? Dog. Like, <laughs> listen, talk about my man. Man. my man went till he got to LA to dye his hair and start wearing crazy shit. 
That's him. Let him be him. <laughs> like, come yeah, on, man. No. Look at this, man. Oh, now he got the picture. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a play by play because I'm a I'm a fashion dude. Anyone that knows me, I love fashion. I love high end fashion. I love, I love I love fashion too. Like I get it, but it's like we can talk. I mean, we can talk about it because pull it up because we we'll definitely talk about this because I have I have a, I have a strict set because I've had this I've had this conversation about Russell Westbrook five times in the past twenty four hours. All my friends said to me, "Have you seen Russell Westbrook?" I've had oh man the times I've had to oh man I I I, I don't get this, it I don't think this, I don't is, understand this is why. this is the way I see it. this is the way I see it I'm cool with it right like all about like fashion is all about expressing yourself I get that but my thing is this this is where I post fashion if I was in the hood you know broke didn't have the money the resource that I have would I be caught wearing this shit in my hood. And nine times out of ten, especially like I'm not saying let's say for me, because obviously I will not wear nothing like this, whether I'm like you know had the money that Westwood has or not, I wouldn't. But it's like don't like this is not really. I can't say this is him. I don't believe I mean, that this is his style. Uh, I just don't believe it. What do you mean? Is I have this? Is, we're talking about the Russell Westbrook. Because bro, I follow Westbrook. I follow. Fits. I follow Westbrook since the UCLA days. He was he not wearing no. He, he was not dressing crazy. He been dress- yeah. what are you talking about? He been dressing crazy. What are you talking about? There's a whole segment dedicated to this literally, man on literally, TNT. There's, there, there's been when he got into the league, there have been segments. Everyone criticized the way and I get dressed. and I so get that. He's but been I, doing it. I I I'll, I'll concede to that point. Yes, he has been doing, but not to this degree, not to like oh I, <laughs> so you just don't like the dress. <laughs> no, I don't come, come on. You tell me you can't pull off a dress, bro. You can't pull off a skirt. Hey, yo, I can pull off a romper. I'm not <laughs> what are you I pull it off a romper. I'm just not doing it. I'm yo, I'll put off a romper it. with some Jordan ones. Yo, I'll pull off a romper with ease. Because like, I know I know what they say. I know they say money changes people, but I'm just saying, like, keeping in the buck. Russell Westbrook, if he was in the hood in LA, he's not he's not wearing that. He's not. So why he's, he's just not see, doing listen, it? See, listen, as black people, I think we do this so much. Where it's like, oh, yeah, this nigga was in Compton. He's not gonna wear that. Well, yeah, you in Compton, you in Long Beach, like you, like you not, you in Inglewood, you off Crenshaw. You're not gonna wear a skirt off. Like I get it, but it's like, but see, but see, listen, listen. My thing is, he has a certain amount of money, and right now, NBA dudes, there's a lot. Fashion is the way that they express them. So you have Jordan Poole, Jordan Clarkson, Kelly Oubre. The rookies, you got uh, Josh Christopher. Um, you know, you have a lot of these kids now. A lot of NBA players are expressing themselves with fashion. And for me, Russell Westbrook has been the pioneer of expressing yourself as an NBA player, in my opinion, when it came to tunnel fashion. Russell Westbrook was the pioneer well, of tunnel well, fashion. Well, for you, but for me, it's Dennis Rodman. I'll give you Dennis Rodman. Well, now, I mean, can you full-size that? Up, huh? So we can uh, act actually uh, critique it. Hey, the cardigan got crazy though. The cardigan. Yeah, I, I, I like the cardigan. I, the card. I, I don't know no, the how fit, it the matches the, the dress. The fit is hard. My thing is like, but see, listen. Everyone says I ain't gonna do. I ain't gonna do that. But if the designer pay you like a million or five million just to wear it to New York Fashion Week, 
You gonna say no just for five million just to bro, wear a skirt? Bro, it's yeah, like, was, was he paid it's like, for it's that? Like what Kid, it's like what Kid Cudi wore the dress for Saturday Night Live. That was for like, Kurt Cobain. I think uh, like, Kid yeah. Cudi also wore the dress for uh, New York Fashion Week. Yeah, it was so like it wasn't just movie. Russell uh, Westbrook and Harry Styles. I can't also wore wore dress. Okay, like I because the thing is, I think it not because then I know a lot of people are talking about. Well, that's. It's pretty gay. I'm like, dog. I'm like, this dude. Is it? We're talking about the same dude who, who's married, has a wife, has kids. And again, you know, again, sexuality is a spectrum. Like, it's whatever. But it's like, if you can express yourself, express yourself. That doesn't make you right. any less manly. I mean, I grew up with a dad. You know, my dad played football. He's a big yoke dude. He didn't dress in skirts, but he he did tell me that manliness and what it means to be a man is fluid and it's a spectrum. So there's not one. To me, there's not one image of like I don't think Russell Westbrook is less manly because he wore a skirt. My thing is he's more manly because he's expressing who he is. If he wants to wear blue hair and wear a skirt and then go to the Staples Center and drop sixty, like who? Like who, I mean, I'm he's, just, he's I'm definitely just, not. Saying, the- bro, I'm just saying, dude did not start doing it until he got to L.A. We all know L.A. is known for being no, but he's always been fashion. OKC. What are you talking about? He was not wearing this fit in OKC. kill. He wore no in OKC when he was playing with KD. He went to Milan Fashion Week and he and he wore a kilt. Same with Jordan Clarkson. Let me Google that. <laughs> He's done it before. I, I think Liddell just has a problem with the skirt on a man. Am I right or am I wrong? Yes, no. Yes, yeah. no. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. I'm not saying that all right that I have a problem per se with a man wearing a skirt because like if you're gender fluid, you're gender fluid. I get all of that. All right, so, thing, so what's what's the issue? My issue is this, and let me make sure I choose my words carefully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. This is out of bounds. I would just say it. My mm. issue is just the fact that I right, like come on, bro. Like Russell Westbrook, I know like Westbrook, Westbrook, he's always been out there with his fashion, but Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith, like I get those are like old heads, like but me, like being someone that's close in age to Russ, part of the same generation, I could have felt like, no, nah, like, like this is some fashionable shit. Like, y'all just not caught up on it. My only thing is this, like, why are you doing this now? Once you get to LA, now you you start dying your hair and shit. Now you start wearing skirts. Probably. But he, but he's always like, I, I get what you're saying. Why is he wearing skirts now? But in terms of fashion, and you guys both know this, he's always. Been a fast forward guy, like that's like they that's they, they, could be they have cameramen following got, him as he go into the tunnels they, because you know, of his fashion. Russell Westbrook created the tunnel fits, like he was really the first yeah. person to really be a person to really take that as like his way to express himself. So it's like all these people like Jordan Clarkson, Kelly. Uber, it, was, it, was, it was actually it was actually D Wade, but okay. Nah, I mean, for me, I'm talking about me personally growing up and what I saw and what the transition okay, I, what I get that, but fits in I the just, league. Like, can you, like, I'm pretty sure Russell Westbrook wore like a shirt with like clothes pens like stitched he, together. He wore, and he wore a shirt that was like a crop top, and he he's worn a crop, yeah, crop top. Why wasn't it bad if he wore a crop top? He literally, I just, I just don't think it's him. I just don't think it's him. So, you know. What Russell Westbrook you watching? That's all I need to know. Like what Russell, <laughs> what Russell Westbrook have you been paying? Because he wore a crop top, so and that's considered a female thing. Bro, I have a crop top sweatshirt. Fresh Prince wore a crop top, so it's like I don't want to hear. 
don't want to hear it. What? Oh, so what you going to say? Will Smith ain't violent? So Will Smith not He's not violent. Oh, come on. Okay. Yo, right. man, listen. Fashion, fashion's expression. My thing, man. Russell Wilson. Westbrook ain't never wore no crop top, bro. Yes, he bro, has. Bro, um... Y'all confusing him with a Zeke. Oh, never mind. I see this bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about, oh, I don't. This exactly. is our fashion editor. <laughs> Dang, man. Hold on. Because I'm going to. Y'all are going to do me right now. The only problem I have with it is just the cardigan. I, I just don't understand. You just thing. said you like the cardigan. I, I like the cardigan, but I don't like it with the skirt. Like it, it I, seems I like actually, there's I actually like I actually like the combination. Is is dope. I I like it, but I'm just I'm Bro, just kind of perplexed. I'm looking at I'm looking at Russell Westbrook old fits. And I think it just it's for me it's just fashion. Y'all like, can't tell me that I right, like Westbrook has always been fashionable. That's there's no debate there, but you cannot tell that this ain't a bit too far out. That this far right. too far, far out. Let me let me summarize what you're saying. Westbrook has always been fashionable, but he has never been this feminine with his fashion. Is that what you're trying to say? Come on, because that's exactly what you're trying to say. That's what I'm Let's saying. Go. Let's that's go. That boy died here. Come Let's on, go. say it. Let's go. That's what's like, 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 wasn't that he gonna polish his nails? What's wrong with that? Dennis what's Rodman wrong with had that? colored nails, bro. Dennis Rodman had colored nails, and he and he was and Dennis Rodman was out here. Every woman had a dot. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because Dennis, Dennis Rodman had he was pulling Look. shorties with black nails and drop and getting bored because he, he got money. Because he got money. <laughs> so Russell Westbrook broke now. So I mean, I don't I'm, know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it, but the thing is, like Russell Westbrook, we already said he's a, he's a happily married man. He has his family. But Dennis Rodman, like that's, that's not be like, oh, like Dennis Rodman, he's still pulling baddies because he's wearing a dress and all that shit. Dennis Rodman pulling baddies because he had money. So you tell me, Dennis, Dennis Rodman is on record as saying that he always thought growing up that he was an ugly person. I'm not saying that he is. I that's grew, his I, words from his know? own, from his own E30 doc. Uh, ESPN 30 for 30 document. That's, that's what he said. That, I mean, uh, that's that, what he said. No, I mean, but I'm only saying, like, like, let's not say that, okay, like, he's, like, that's why I'm getting these, these chicks and all that, because while wearing a dress, like, no, he has money and stuff. If he was just a regular, degular nigga on 125th in Harlem wearing that shit, no female gonna get on the time of but day. See, listen, no, listen, because listen. I, I see a lot of wait, wait, girls wait, wait. give the time of day to... Uh... Donovan, I, I got it. I got it. Oh, okay, all right. No, I want to know... Wait, well, Donovan, who, who <laughs> gets the time of day to who? Um, the, the guy, the guy <laughs> on Gronish. Um, I can never pronounce his Lucas name. Lucas the Bat. Yeah. He's a dude that wears skirts. He be pulling baddies. Jaden Smith. Because listen, because listen, Lu- listen, Lucas is bad. Niggas with money. But he's time out. But see, time out. Because the thing is, like, because let's have this conversation. Because my thing is, I'm a fashionable, per- I'm a fashionable person. No I'm- dude with sixty five dollars at his Chase banking account putting this this shit together is gonna get no woman. It's not. No, it's not being portrayed to the mainstream media. We don't know that. But see, listen, Liddell, you're 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 picking the point to make sense to you. Yes, any regular degular dude that has no fame, no status, not a lot of money, if he wore that outfit, yeah, people are gonna look at him differently. But when you talk about Lucas Sibat, when you talk about James Smith, when you talk about black men 
in the famous in the light, and you're in that world of high fashion, going to Milan Fashion Week, going here, there's a way that you dress. He's not going to wear that in Compton. He's not going to wear that where he's from because it's a certain place. But you, if I go to Milan Fashion Week, my outfit may be out there. It may be eccentric. Will I wear a skirt? I don't know. But it's going to be an eccentric outfit because that's the environment I'm in. He's in New York Fashion Week. You can express yourself in New York Fashion Week. So if he wants to wear a skirt, okay, cool. Jordan Clarkson wore a kilt during the tunnel. What's the problem? Okay. So, basically, basically what you say is that this you basically dress for the occasion. Yeah. And I and I get that, but does that really make you a, a fashion icon then? You're mostly dressed for the occasion. Cause the whole point of style is you're supposed to go sometimes but this go is against in the his lane. But this is in his yeah, lane of what he, he is a fashion. That's what I'm saying. Me and Donovan have been telling you that he's been fashion forward in the uh, NBA since. I'm not disputing here. that. I, I, I told you what Liddell's problem was. I, I told you, yeah. He it's thinks, oh, now he went to LA, now he's being corrupted, and now he's Wait, LA's making him more feminine. Well, okay, Liddell, now I have a weird. question. Okay, so if 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 his if his now his outfits are getting feminine, does that does that make Russell Westbrook less of a man because he wore Something feminine because I've shopped in the women's section question. before. Because that's, I shopped in the women's section before. That's that's not for me to determine. Like for one, for the record, I'm not, not? I'm not trying to determine a man's masculinity or whatnot. That's that's for his woman to decide. That's for his woman. To <laughs> no, decide. no, judge it by fashion. You are no, a fashion judge, guy. No, judge it by fashion because I'm a fashion guy too. I've worn. I went to the women's section and they have like the crop jean, like a crop jacket that was hard, and I was like, yeah, this is hard. Bro. This 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 is what this is my thoughts would come down to fashion, right? Kind of understand like fashion, kind of like music, art, and it's like because fashion, I can say it's like art, right? It's yeah. like art. So you're supposed to like you know you can't always remain the same. Like you have to like adapt. You have to grow. Thing, especially because fashion, it constantly changes. Especially when you're into like the whole trendy type of thing. Like you attend these fashion shows. You go to like these fashion showrooms. You have to keep up with what's hot and 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 all that type of stuff, right? But at the end of the day, this is my thing. This is my only issue. Because I'm the type of person, I feel I kind of go against the grain sometimes. I'm not so much as like, oh, like, like this is in right now. Everybody's doing this, so I have to do it. I want to do what everybody else is not doing. That way I stand out even more. You feel me? My only thing is what comes out of Russell Westbrook, and this is why I, basically I push back on. Like, as Russell Westbrook, he came into the league, and this was his style. I said, okay, cool. This is his style. I get it. But my nigga, he was not doing this to OKC. He was not doing this in Houston. He was not doing this in Washington. My man goes to LA, and we all know. Well, I guess I'm the tinfoil hat guy here. Once you go to LA, there's certain rituals that you have to perform. No, so this is not a ritual. I, I oh think you're focusing God. too much on the skirt and saying, "Oh, what you're what you're translating basically is, yeah, like you're, no, you're like saying that he wasn't wearing skirts in OKC. That's exactly what you're saying." Exactly. And we're saying he's always been fashionable. I'm not disputing that. But let me tell but, you something. But you could be fashionable without wearing a skirt. But no, I mean, but listen, but listen, but fashion, just like anything, fashion evolves. My fashion taste has evolved. I, You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's fashion taste evolves. And for Russell Westbrook, if you're going to New York Fashion Week, my thing is being at fashion shows, being at Fashion Week, you know you've been to Fashion Week, Liddell. It's a time to express yourself. A lot of these celebrities go there to express themselves. So if Russell Westbrook was like, let me put together a fit 
that is expression of just me. And if he woke up and he's like, yo, that skirt looks hard with that cardigan. Let me wear these boots. Or if someone just put the fit together for him, like, hey, you're going to fashion week. This designer wants to pay you to wear his stuff or whatever. And they have this outfit for you. And he's like, you know what? I'm cool with that. Let me wear it. He is paid to wear it. And look at, we're talking about him and we're talking about the designer. They did their job. So if this was just something for Russ Westbrook to get someone else's name out there or just to get press for him, they did their job. Russ Westbrook goes back to his wife, goes back to his family, and he's still Russell Westbrook. So to me, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, what always, been, that's always been his. But the thing is, I think what, we're, what me and Don were trying to say is Russell Westbrook, again, has always been fashion forward, but fashion evolves. His taste in fashion has definitely evolved from when he first came into the league. So now it's not so much an L.A. thing. I just feel like Russell Westbrook was always that way. But now that he's in L.A., which is a fashion city, a more fashion forward city, he can probably express himself a little yeah, bit more because he's point. in LA. Just my no, point. we're proving the point that you had a problem with the skirt and you don't like a man that a man is wearing it. It was just too feminine. I have that's a problem. Yeah, that's it's what not, it was. Like, it's not so much that, like, bro, I just said, like, I gave Dez Palmer his, I said Dez Palmer. Dez Palmer is possible, like, his, his style. Prince. Prince was as essential as they come, but Prince that's was out here getting women. So, but, but, Prince, but Prince was Russell. always like that. But Prince was always like that. He presented see, himself to the world like that. Russell Westbrook we did not. That's what I'm saying. That's we, but that's where we're differing because the thing is, you're saying Russell Westbrook has not always been that way. And I get it. He's never really worn a skirt out in public like that. I hear you. But he's always been fashion forward. And what is fashion forward? Pushing, Pushing the boundaries of what's. Yeah. Fashion. So Bro, as a man, I'll say I could be fashion forward without wearing a skirt. Okay, and that's you. And I'm gonna wear a blouse. I'm a rocket, and I'm gonna get Shorty's number in a blouse. So we just choose to wear Atlanta. That's what y'all do. No. It's not even about Atlanta. I don't care. No. I'm I <laughs> no I don't. I don't think you have any prejudice, but your your wording, Liddell, is right. hey, listen. I still got love for you, dude. I mean, listen, I'm gonna keep it a bean. Listen, listen, not listen. I'll keep, I'll keep it a whole bean with y'all, right? Yo. I grew up with my mom, my sister. My sister had a lot ha, has friends that I've met growing up who are in the LGBTQ community. I've been around that before. Oh, hold on, please don't take it. Don't take it there. Don't take it there. Because I'm what? not trying. I'm not trying to like you no, know. No, I'm like, just. I'm just saying. For me, uh, I'm cool. I, my only thing is for me, I I feel for Russell Westbrook because I'm comfortable with myself and Russell Westbrook is comfortable with who he is. And I feel like as black men, if you're comfortable with who you are, that has nothing. Cause again, like I said, I'll wear a blouse or a crop top and bag any girl. And I'm good. Cause again, I, at the end of the day, I go to sleep knowing I know what I did. Yeah. It's all about, it's all about confidence at the end of the day. It's all about who, again, it's all about confidence of who you are and you know, what who you are. So I think for me, Russell Westbrook doing that, Hey bro, do your thing. But yeah. with it. but this is all right. We can, I don't want to spend too much time because we went long enough. But yeah. I'm just saying, this. skirts. <laughs> I see this yeah. more as a as a Hollywood ritual more than anything else. See, I'm okay. looking at this from a three dimensional perspective, not so much from a fashion perspective. And I'm looking no, okay, like he's in L. A. L. A. You have to uh-huh. do weird shit. You don't have that's to do how it goes. But you don't have so, to do weird shit in L. A. In the entertainment industry, bro. 
No. Well, I mean, I'm not naive to the fact that there are some weird people in Hollywood. I'm not naive to that. But to say that, okay, you're famous, you go to LA now, okay. you do some weird stuff. All right, all right, all right, let, all right let's put it like this. That. Let's put who's your favorite comedian? Bill Burr. Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Bill Burr is? <laughs> I don't know who Bill Burr is. Bill Burr. He white? Yeah, yeah. Bill Burr's hilarious. Anyways, Bill oh, Burr has never is. done. He has efforts for family. He does. Come, yeah, he's definitely successful. One of the up there. He Bill Burr. Not Burr's that that matters or anything, but I just don't know no black person named Bill Burr, so I just had to assume. But okay, black comedians. <laughs> I would say Jack Knight, Dave Chappelle, um, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, guys like that. All right, guys like Eddie Murphy, guys like Martin Lawrence, guys like um Kevin Hart. Guys like Chris Tucker, guys like the Wayne brothers, they all had to perform the Hollywood ritual of wearing a dress or a shirt. You sound like people who think the earth is flat. See, listen, it is flat. See, listen, it's different for white. But but the conversation is different for white men to do this because Robin Williams played a whole like nanny. And no one questioned Robin Williams, but when the Wayne's brothers does white chicks, it, now it's Robert, a problem. Now it's a ritual, and now I mean Tyler Perry with I uh, mean, Medea. I mean, did Robin Williams commit suicide though? What is it? <laughs> anyway, so this has been the out of bounds. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We... <laughs> this is out of bounds podcast. It's, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. We got other shit. I think we could just leave it right there, man. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna just, right I'm there. gonna just leave it off on the note because uh, Russell Westbrook. Y- y'all dudes have natural light, and y'all light is gone. So it's dark. <laughs> yeah, I look dark. I look dark. <laughs> My man look like Michael Blackson. <laughs> <Hold> <laughs> Try again, mother choker. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think you looking at it from a there we go that natural narrow glow. view. Yeah, that's better. I'm talking about Spike Lee natural glow. I don't think I'm looking at from a narrow view. I think I'm looking from a broader scope. Like I see the fashion and I respect it. I haven't said I, I fuck. So why don't you respect the dress? But see, listen, but see, because listen, it's Hollywood. It's this not nigga, Hollywood. The nigga, the nigga, the nigga, the nigga did the shit. Did. He's an OKC or Houston. OK, cool. But, but dude see, goes to LA. He dyed his hair and shit. Like, oh, but, but what is wrong? <laughs> I think I think we're just saying that you're saying it from a perspective of okay, he's becoming Hollywood. This is a Hollywood ritual. He didn't yeah. do this. That's anywhere. what I'm saying. That's now, exactly what I'm now saying. he's coming to now he's coming to Hollywood and he's doing all these interesting things. But let me again, like I said earlier, that's cool. But listen. If you're fashion forward, and again, and you go to a city where a lot of people express themselves, he's with following fashion. trends. He's not being a trendsetter. He's follow. He's just following the trend. Who else what? is wearing a dress right because, now? Because because that's what she's talking. Lakeith Stanfield. But Lakeith, okay. okay, I do that. Wow, I mean, that's like, another like, fashion listen, guy. That's such a trend. Like, he's like he's doing trend what he's supposed he had every, to do. Every boy in America wearing a skirt. Now that's a trend, and that's different. But yeah. you have what, like he's Stanfield? No, no, but no, but no, no, but no, but look what you said earlier though. Like, and he isn't Compton. He's not doing that. He's in Inglewood. He's not doing that. Basically, but, once you once you reach a certain class level, a certain amount of success, more doors open to open for you, right? Yeah, that's but, what but that's, so, now, so now that he's in these rooms, basically now he's conforming to the standard that was preset before he got there. 
But he's, he's not, not said, said, he's not said the standard of wearing a men wearing a dress. Is, he, but the thing is, because this is because this is shit that you will see at Milan Fashion Week and New York Fashion Week. This is shit that you will see. Listen, but so, what's the problem? The problem is that he's just he's conforming. I think Liddell, like he's Liddell's problem with Liddell's problem with it isn't that he's wearing a skirt. It's the fact that for him, Russell Westbrook is somewhat in, in his eyes conforming to what Hollywood is, and Hollywood is changing That's exactly. That's so, exactly Liddell it. Doesn't have a problem with the, the skirt. I don't percent. agree with that. It's just saying that, but but again, me and Del, I don't I don't agree with it, but just because it's like if I like fashion, but if I move to LA. My fashion taste will probably change. Will I wear a skirt? I don't know. Probably not. But my fashion taste will definitely change. Definitely if you go somewhere else, somewhere drastic. Like Oklahoma City and L.A. are two opposite sides of the spectrum. You have the Bible Belt and then you have L.A. Two yeah. different sides of the spectrum. So you go from living in OKC in Houston to going to live in, in L.A. where everyone is eccentric. Everyone expresses themselves with different color hair, different color, whatever. And he's like, okay, now maybe I'm in a city where I can express myself a little bit more than I could in OKC. That's all I'm saying. So now he's in. I agree with you to an extent, but I don't think he's conforming. I just think he's now in a place where he's but, able to do that. But if you're really about that and that's who you are, you're, you're going to be who you are regardless of where you're at. There's no need to be comfortable in that because that's who you are. Okay, but then, but then, okay, when you say that, what do you mean by that? Because he's all again, he's always been fashion forward. So, what does that have to do with him now being? I'm I'm, 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 I'm gonna put it to you like this, right? Before I had dreads, I used to have a mohawk, colorful mohawk. I used to look like Toucan Sam. I had so many cousins in my hair. Now, I used to be in corporate settings with my mohawk, right. Like, I used to work for John Dixon or Kim Kardashian's best friend in the system when he had this publication called The Dish. And I would be this guy that just sticks out like a sore thumb, like this big-ass bright mohawk. My black ass with colorful hair. Spiked out mohawk. Look like I'm supposed to look like I'm a punk rock kid down in Soho. That was me. That was my style. Imagine if I was like, you know what, like, nah, since I got this new gear, I can't do it. I got to cut my hair. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I, 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 I set the trend. Like, I was me regardless of where I was at. So the fact that you said, okay, now that Russell Webber is in the Senate where now he could do these certain things, that's telling me that that's not really who he who he was. Or if he if that was what he who he always been, he was restricting himself this whole time. And me, when it comes down to fashion expression, you're not supposed to hold back. You're supposed to be who you naturally are. Okay. And I don't think this is who he is. I, I, I get what you're saying, but you're just you're close, but you're is is I hear what you're selling on the donut. I'm not and you're not wrong. You like you make a valid point, but I, again, but me all me and Donovan are saying is he's been fashion forward, and we can all agree fashion evolves. I'm not disputing that he's one of the top like, five flyest niggas in the league. I'm I'm looking at his photos now and I'm questioning what the wild, fuck he's wearing. The wild fits. Thank you. Yeah. He wears wild fits. So he's wearing a skirt. So that's it's not, but I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this though. I didn't think all his other fits were wild though. Hold on. To me, this is the wild <laughs> shit. <laughs> you don't no, think this yes, shit is, bro? Bro, nigga, I, I've seen Jodeci wore shit like that. So nah, it was just man. in black. <laughs> Russell Westbrook has had some crazy fits. He's had some. But the thing is, Russell Westbrook has also had some feminine fits. I guess in your context, he's had some fits where he has been. It's been, I guess you could say, was like that last picture, I, the shirt or whatever you wanted. The top was a little bit feminine. Yeah, so it was like, 
All I'm saying, all I'm saying, like, is that's who you are. That's who you are. That's why I give people like Prince their their props because, like, Prince he came into he came into public consciousness being eccentric, being gender fluid, making you think like, is this man straight? Is he gay? Like, that's who Prince was. You didn't have to question it. You just accept it. Right, it's Prince being Prince. That's just Prince. Russ- yeah. Right. But with Russell Westbrook, it's like, okay, now that he's in these new, he got access to all this new So stuff. now you're questioning if he's, if he's straight. Now nah, you're real. No. Okay, Donovan, you're reaching. No. You're reaching. Yeah, you're reaching, bro. I don't, you're I don't reaching. think he was talking about that. Okay. But I, I'll, I, just, I'll just I question do. whether or not this is who he is. Who he though. is. Okay. okay. That's what but I'm saying. You're Okay. But see, here's the thing. is You're questioning who he is, and I'm saying... Who he is, I don't know him personally, but who, what I've seen in the media is he's a fashion guy. And my thing is, my only thing is, a lot of fashion guys in the league push the boundaries of fashion in the league. Hence, Kelly Oubre painting his nails. Jordan Clarkson wearing a kilt. Russell Westbrook has worn crop tops. Russell Westbrook, again, has pushed the bounds of fashion in within the NBA for the players. Okay. So for okay. me, it's pretty on brand for him to push that boundary because he's done it before. That's how I look at it. Because I, I get what you're saying, but it's on brand for him to push boundaries, and fashion is pushing boundaries, and he's done it before. It's never, it, but it's never been this extreme but, as. But is it? Kill. But is it really pushing boundaries if it's expected for you to do so where you're at? I mean, it was expected. I was surprised. That's, that's no, LA culture. That's LA culture. That's the thing is, I, when, when I saw the picture, like, I was like, "Oh, he's running kill." Okay, I. I it, w- it wasn't expected. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna like, put. I'm gonna put like this. Like then we go wrap. Then we go wrap this up. This is what a great discussion. That's why I say we need to come up with a new name for the two minute drills because these shits never go. Bro, this is this is the after show. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we spent like 25 show. minutes on this. Yeah, yeah. So my party ladies and excuse that. Excuse that. We're nah, no apologies. Y'all getting content. This is an hour thirty. No, nah, yeah. <laughs> If you enjoyed this discussion, please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Again. And if you want to comment on the discussion, yeah. comment let on us know what the hell you think. Let's know. I Russell think Liddell is out of bounds. Yeah, I think I wouldn't say he got a flame. I wouldn't say he's out of bounds. I just say he has a different perspective, I'm, and I get it to an extent. I understand what you're like, trying to say to an extent. I'm gonna put it like this, and I'm gonna make this non-fashion related. Donovan, okay. right? Yeah. All right, Donovan, with the Under the Radar music column, which is a wonderful column, by the way, you do a tremendous job of like breaking like like these new artists into like the consciousness of our audience and myself. And Thank you. I, and I some of these artists I have on my playlist, right? My understanding of you, Donovan, from doing these shows and whatnot, is that okay, like you're not the basically the quote unquote stereotypical black guy, right? Yeah. So when I meet you, I'm expecting like basically what I see you on camera. Is what I'm gonna get in person. Now, yeah. just imagine, right? Like, if all of a sudden you come down to New York City, right, South Side Bronx or South Side Jamaica Queens or Harlem or Be- or Harlem, New York or Best Star Brooklyn, and then now all of a sudden you have this squeak persona. All you're doing is blasting, like you know, um, MOP or you know, like NWA or NWA and all that. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Like, oh, now also you're conforming. Why? Because now you like, oh well, I'm in this space now where I'm supposed to be this way. I'm supposed to listen to this music. I'm supposed to sag my pants. I'm supposed to be like, yo, what's good, my nigga? You good? Like, you know, like you're supposed to talk a certain way. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You know, but me, I'm like, yo, that's not that's not who I come to know. 
Like, where's the Nirvana on your playlist? Like, what's this? Like, why am I seeing, you know, why am I seeing um Chief Key? Why I'm seeing this person? Why am I seeing, you know, Casanova Tucson? Like, I didn't know you listen to this. I didn't yeah. know you dress this way. I didn't know you talk like that. Like, wow, this is new to me. But she was like, no, nah, well, I'm in a setting now where I can do that. I could be that I could be that way. That's okay, I, I, like, I understand okay. what you're saying. I see yeah. what you're saying. Because what you're saying is basically like. What you're saying is basically like if you've been this way, you're gonna be this way regardless of where you're gonna be at. And I hear exactly. that because that that point you made, that was me. Like when I grew up, I, again, me and Donovan are similar. You know, I'm, I may have my black card more than he. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, but we're similar. Cause, <laughs> no, no you're right. Listen, like, like, because the thing is, I grew up in the suburbs, but I skateboarded, I rode BMX, snowboarded, surfing. I listened to the neighborhood. I listened to uh green day i listen like so the thing is, i listen to fallout boys paramore so it's like i'm not what you can traditionally think a black person should yeah. be but the thing is like i went to hbcu that doesn't certify my blackness but you're not gonna what i learned is you're not gonna tell me what i'm not because i'm gonna be black we get pulled over bro we we black at the end of the day. Yeah. You get pulled over. It, it don't matter if I listen. Doesn't to Doesn't matter what Rolling Stone album I'm blasting exactly. through my car. It don't matter what it is. We're still black. So to me, I hear what you're saying because you're gonna be you regardless of where you're at. And I get exactly. that. And what you're saying is Russell Westbrook. If that was him, he would have been that. Regardless if it was OKC or LA. But again, my point is, for me, I see him. He's always been fashion forward. So for me that's kind of on brand for what he does of pushing the boundaries of fashion. So you're saying what you're saying is like, okay, if that was him, it would have been him regardless. Again, what we were saying was he's had crazy fits in the past at OKC and Houston. And now he's in LA. Okay. Maybe he's dyed his hair a little bit. Maybe he's grown. He's like, you know what? Maybe I'm in LA. Maybe I can do this now. And you're, and so you're partially right, but I don't think it's solely because oh, I'm in LA. I can wear skirts now. I don't think that's, uh, to me, I just don't think that's kind of how he's how it happened. I just think he was in Fashion Week, and a designer was like, "Yo, I want you to wear clothes. What we got for you? Well, we got a kill." He's like, "This is gonna do." Num-. He probably was like, "This is gonna do numbers," and it did. He probably thought about, it looked cool. Like he probably it, thought it did cool. look cool. Like like those. Like I said, I have no. He problem pulled it with off too. <laughs> he he yeah. I have no problem with the fit whatsoever. I wear him wear it because that's not. What I would do, but I, I have no that. problem with the fact that he that he wore like I fucks with it. It's just you think he's good. like going a little Hollywood. You, you're, you know? I think yeah, you're saying, saying. Uh, if you were into skirts before uh, now, why were you into that's skirts? What, that's what I'm I think that yeah, okay, all right, I get Wait, what you're saying. But then, but then you have to pose a question: Can't you just wear something and be like, mm, I did it, just to say you did it, and not do it again? Like if he if he never wore a skirt again, my thing is like, he's like. Mm, I feel like that, that would work. That would work if you do not. If you if you're the type of person that don't give a fuck what people think, I would say that I think only. only that. I don't think that's that yeah. Because <laughs> there's no way he's listening to his wife coming out the house looking like some of the shit he uh, wears. But but here's here's a gag. The the, the thing I, I've always taken because I again I enjoy fashion. But I've said it 50 million times. My my always my thing was. If my girl, if I walk out the house, my girl think I look good, I look good, I feel good. She's like, yo, you look good. That's all to me. That's all that matters. And yeah. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. So if Russell Westbrook left, was on the plane, his wife was like, yo, go crazy. I like what you're doing. You gonna come back? We good? To him, to a dude in a relationship, that's all that matters. That's really it. 
Is my girl good? She think I look good? Yeah. All right, cool. Why not? I agree with that. And for the record, I'm not saying that, oh, like, you have to be one way all your life and you can't oh, be involved. Oh, I know what you're saying. That's, that's not yeah, what yeah. Saying. I don't think we got that. ETA, Liddell is, he's not homophobic, guys. I don't know. Yeah. If he, he's not. He, but we, I definitely understand what we're trying to say. You know what I'm saying? You're just, you're just, you're just saying for you, it's like, you getting a little Hollywood on us. Basically, like you in yeah. the hood talking about, this man got a little Hollywood on us. He, he went Yeah, you, you're talking I'm like one of those, the hood guys. Talking like an old head, like, oh, he went Hollywood. He went to LA, started dying his hair. He think, he think he famous, famous, huh? <laughs> like, he like, oh, this, he doing it big. So I get it. That's what I'm saying. It happens. But yeah, man, we have so much other stuff to get into, but we're almost at the hour yeah. and a half mark. 45 Monday minutes night, of this. Monday night <laughs> football <laughs> is about to start. I want to say, yeah, shout out to you, bro. Like, you still want my shout favorite. Yeah, keep so. doing you. Yeah, keep doing you, bro. Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm not sh- I'm I think it's a proper LA ritual, but you know, <laughs> me and my pen, <laughs> we could agree to disagree on that. Let's have a tinfoil segment. You had to give us the sports tinfoil things like yo, Russell Westbrook, this man's drinking lizard blood, and it's right, a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he went to LA now. You gotta wear a skirt and drink lizard blood. I mean, whoa, Vicky. Like, I'm not sure y'all know who that is. But oh, whoa, yeah, Vicky. I saw that video. Sounds she familiar. Was, she was she like, kinda, no, so- you know, she saw some shit. So like but see, listen, but see, listen, that's no but the thing is you know you know that about celebrities, you know that about LA, like you've seen like these producers being weird and having like relationships with kids. Like, so Hollywood definitely, I'm not, and I'm not denying Hollywood definitely is a space where like a lot of people do a lot of wild stuff. Yeah. So I'm not saying that there's not, cause there definitely is some wild yeah. stuff going on. That's why you cannot blame me for my hesitation on this. Cause I'm like, whoa, because <laughs> if all of a sudden, if I start seeing Russell Westbrook in movies, you know, okay, yeah. television shows and all that, <laughs> you come, you I'm going to come back to this. Hey, That's a catalyst for all that. That's all I'm if, saying. If Russell Westbrook start getting roles, in and like I know it's shows. gonna happen, it's gonna happen because look, LeBron he put AD on. You don't think he gonna put Russell on? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the way you say that, and he put AD on. It wasn't like a true conspiracy. Not because listen, if my because I'm about to get 2K22. If my player get drafted by the Lakers, I'm like, man, I'm about to get this skirt ready for my my career player because bro, this tunnel fit gonna be crazy. <laughs> this tunnel fit gonna be wild. Boy, they actually got um, they actually got like clothing endorsement now for the game. Like yeah, rock, like, my career wearing the audio hoodie and he gonna play for the Raptors. You know we're good. He'll <laughs> like, be good in the city. So no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, man, but um. On top, we got other topic in regards to like this transgender MMA athlete. I mean, that could turn to like another 50 minute discussion. I don't want to do that, so yeah, you want to, but you want to know our guy Donovan's thoughts on that? Check out his article up on www.tuckmag.net. It's a great feature article on that. You know, maybe we could get into that on a future episode of Tuck Talk, um, which we'll we'll be recording later on this week. But fellas, we at that time. I know we. Kind of been at this for a long minute. Like this is actually always the longest podcast. It's always the longest it's, podcast. It's always again. It's always a it's always a conversation. We're just like, dog, you're you're not getting it. We're just yeah. saying it's always like those moments where like, you're just not understanding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah no, I get it. What happens when we have three black successful people, man. Amen. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all love, brothers here. You know what I'm saying? Black men doing doing black things. You know what I'm saying? We for sure. Nobody's mad at you, at each other. We all can. No, yeah. We can all agree to disagree. You know that's how. Bro, that's we how gonna, how the thing is, they gonna assume that, and then we are gonna be in the group chat laughing about him, about Donovan and Philly again. Like y'all, 
Like, right, yeah. it's like, <laughs> all good. Like it's not no one. We don't take it personally, but it's all so my guys, because I know we want we want to catch this game. So let everybody know where they can find y'all at on social media. Hey, well you can find me <laughs> later this September at Afropunk. <laughs> you, you see what I did there? You see what I did there? I do this. Guy. I do this. You can see me. I'm gonna be covering Afropunk for True Urban Culture September 25th, 26th. So if you're in Atlanta, if you're at Afropunk, say what up though to me. Uh, we're gonna be there doing some work, you know. Shout out to Tim's. I'm trying to get that Tim's interview, but um, but yeah, yeah. I basically mentioned to him that we're trying to get some interviews, so we'll see what happens with that. Hey, yo, Tim's, we're gonna lock it down. Yo, my girl, my girl, not listening. She want to watch it? Yeah, Tim's over. But I'm gonna oh, talk you got a girl? Nah, I ain't got no girl. I, I just, you know, it's this little persona. You know, I'll be, I be talking to some shorties. But you, <laughs> you can't say their names. Nah, there's not multiple. There's only one. She cool, like she really cool. So I'm good. I, all you gotta know is I'm good. That's that's all I got. I'm I'm good. If you good, then we good. Exactly, we good. Yeah. But um, but now shout out to Thames. Shout out to Afropunk. I'm gonna be there. The Noel Austin on IG. Everywhere else, Twitter, whatever. So that's it. Hey, check my boy out with the photography game, man. He's cold behind the lens, man. Hey, man. He's cold behind the lens. Cold-blooded. Hey, man, don't get me started. <laughs> and, and I got in the man in the middle. I'll send a Donovan Wilkins. He's cold with it, too. I'll be peeping his work. Got it. Hey, but he a shooter, no gun. Simple. <laughs> he a shooter, but, um, no gun. Yeah, I, I got and a couple ways of projects one. I'm working on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. We ain't gonna talk about it. Oh, the alley. I had to slam that. Anyway, and there's few and none. Hey. There's your intro, Donovan. Continue. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you can just like, follow me line, down below. Uh, I'll be at Governor's Ball in two weeks. So, hey. wait, the one in New York? Yeah, you taking that train ride? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm a little scared of going to Queens for the first time. I ain't gonna lie, man. Queens is, man, Queens is like Jersey, bro. Oh, okay. Wear right. tins, Queens is <laughs> wear some tins, you'll be bro, good. Wear some tins, don't say that in valid. I know some. I know some great people in, in Queens. Y'all know who y'all are, but Queens ain't valid. No, okay. Right. Man. You ain't got nothing to fear in Queens, man. Unless you go to unless you go to um Southside Jamaica, Queens. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, you. <laughs> nah, I'm going hey, to the stadium. We good. Shout out to all the Jamaicans. If you at Elmhurst and places like that, then you good, bro. Say hi to the say say hi to the Indians for me. Nah, I'm just gonna have my Uber waiting outside the stadiums just to take me back at night because I'm here. Nah, shout out to all the Caribbeans out there in New York. Either Jamaica and Queens, yeah, the Queens, the Jamaicans and Queens. You know, what I'm saying shout out to y'all. It's all black people. It's all love. But I mean, it's not all love if you out there getting mugged. So I get it. <laughs> it's all. Yeah, that's me. Y'all can you can find me at Liddell D Fashionista on IG. Basically, just IG. Also, I'm the Mario on the True River Culture IG page. So you have to want to make any inquiries in regards to like sponsorships or like a partnership, any type of business arrangement or interviews. You can just reach me over there. All right, so with that said, ladies and gentlemen, 
We hope that you enjoyed this edition of the Out of Balance Podcast. It's always a pleasure being on the panel with these guys. We're back in full effect, as you can see, two weeks off. Finally. An hour and 30-plus minutes, you know, with, uh, and a conversation that didn't really drag, you know. Like, ain't like we was forcing it. We were just talking, going with the flow, you know. So, you know, we appreciate you rocking with your boys. If this is your first time watching us, we hope that we did enough for you guys to consider liking this video, sharing the video with your network, and subscribe to the channel to be a part of our Tuck family. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, hope you have a blessed day, eating well, whatever the case may be when you're watching this, and we catch you next week. Peace.